Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got a big show coming your way. We had a big show coming anyway, but then we had the tragic events out of Uvalde, Texas. We want to make sure that we, we focus on that. I'm not going to play the song of the day today because this is all still pretty fresh. And I want to get the information out there as, uh, as much as we can. Um, Carrie, as, as the bird flies, what is Uvalde? Is it 50 miles, 85 miles no, from us? Where, where, where is it? It's about 80 miles west of San Antonio. Small All right, and community. how far from the border is it? About 50, so 50 or so? That's what I thought I read somewhere. Uh, probably. Um, okay, so it's not that far from us. Um, and this news just broke this afternoon, and we're gonna be we're gonna be all over this. Tony Gonzalez, I think, is the representative from that area, from that district. And uh, we we got a couple of texts in and phone calls into him. Hopefully, we can get him on. But he's got to be working with families. He's got to be working with local authorities. He's got to be working with federal authorities. For those who are at work all day, we had another one of these mass murders happen, and this time not far from us, right here in the state of Texas. If you didn't know, we're based in the San Antonio, Texas area. And we got word of this, and we heard about you know what people were assuming and what people thought happened. And then Governor Greg Abbott came out. And he gave the definitive of what it is that went down. And, Carrie, if you don't mind, let's just get the nuts and bolts out there. We've got to talk about this. Um, You never, ever, ever, never want to hear about anybody, anybody who's innocent facing evil. And now we're talking about little kids who two days from now would have been let out of school for the summer. If you don't mind, just fill us in on what you know. Uh, From News 4 San Antonio, 14 children and one teacher are dead following a mass shooting at a Uvalde Elementary School. The deadly shooting began 11.43 a.m. Tuesday at Robb Elementary off Old Carrizo Road near U.S. Highway 83, about 85 miles west of San Antonio. Robb Elementary has an enrollment of just under 600 students. Governor Greg Abbott confirmed the 14 students and one teacher dead during an afternoon press conference. Governor Abbott also saying the 18-year-old shooter from Uvalde was dead as well. Abbott identified the shooter. He is 18. I'm not going to say his name. He was killed by officers. According to the governor, the shooter abandoned his car and entered the elementary with a handgun and possibly a rifle. Abbott adding two responding officers were also struck by rounds but have no serious injuries. What happened in Uvalde is a horrific tragedy that cannot be tolerated in the state of Texas, Abbott said. He shot and killed horrifically, incomprehensibly, 14 students and killed a teacher. The shooter himself is deceased and is believed that responding officers killed him. When parents drop their kids off at school, they have every expectation to know they'll be able to pick their child up when that school day ends. Abbott added, there are families that are in mourning right now and the state of Texas are in mourning with them. He horrifically shot and killed a total of 15 people. Two people are confirmed to have arrived at University Hospital. It's in San Antonio in critical condition. A 66-year-old woman and a 10-year-old girl both are listed in critical condition. San Antonio police said they are sending SWAT, Eagle Chopper, and crime scene investigators to the active shooter situation. Okay, so that, those are the nuts and bolts. That's what we know. It's tragic, it's disgusting, and it makes me sick. As you know, I'm the father of five children. Carrie's got a couple of children. And uh, our kids go to public school. In, uh, in Texas. Now, I don't know what the situation is at that school, but let me be as clear as I can right up front with this. The person who did this is the bad guy, and he's at fault. And by the way, I'm glad Carrie didn't mention the guy's name. I don't want to make him a hero. I don't want to give him fame or notoriety. But for those who are wondering, he's Hispanic. Um, what I saw on some of the news outlets almost immediately made me sick 
because what they were saying didn't make any sense and there was no information to back up what it was that they were saying. But I've got a, one child seven in elementary school, another child is 13 in middle school, and then I've got three children that are out of school, and they've already graduated, all from public schools. If we can't protect our children, I don't know what we're doing as a society. And I think that it's, multiply, uh, it's multiple folds of what's wrong here. Those who want to knee-jerk react and say the school wasn't secure enough, I think that you're knee-jerk reacting. Those who need, want to knee-jerk react say it's time to repeal the Second Amendment. That's stupid. What we have to do right now is focus on the fact that 14 families of little children, these are little babies, that went to school today will never have them again. And then the family of the teacher that was killed will never have him again or her. For me, it's, it's beyond imagination. It is simply unimaginable to, to ever fathom not having your child again. It doesn't make sense when you send them to school every day. We, we make the assumption that evil in society will not get to our kids, that we'll just see them at the end of the school day. We'll have dinner tonight and we're planning our summer vacation. And they're not doing that now because these children will never, will never come home. It doesn't make sense. I'm not going to over-dramatize anything. I've seen some people be very dramatic today on television. I'm telling you as a father of children, this hits home. It hits deep. I'd rather come on here and do a song and a dance and entertain you guys and not talk about this. But when something like this happens, you have to talk about it. And you have to see where the breakdowns are in our society that allow for things like this to happen. There are some large, I mean, huge profiles on social media that are just glomming right onto this, man. Let's, let's vote the Democrats in and the GOP has blood on its hands. This is stupid. Let me tell you something. There is no Democrat nor Republican that I've ever met that is happy about what happened today. There is no Democrat, nor Republican, nor anywhere in between that looks at this story and says, yes, 14 dead children, dead teacher. Nobody says that. Nobody on either side is saying that. You want to blame the NRA and the GOP, you're an idiot. It would be like me blaming environmentalists and and those who are on the authoritarian left for what happened in Buffalo, which I wouldn't do. Because the guy in Buffalo did Buffalo. The guy today did what happened in Uvalde. It's not okay. This is a society that's greater and better than any. How do I know? The southern border is being flooded by people who want a better life. They're not, they're not breaking into North Korea for a better life. They're not breaking into China. They're not breaking even into the EU to get a better life. They're coming here because we offer promise. We offer opportunity that isn't available anywhere else. It makes me legitimately sick when I see people try to make political hay out of a story like this. So I want to break it down like a normal human being that isn't left, isn't right. And of course, I'm a conservative guy. You guys all know that. Uh, I, I have never hidden that. I'm a Second Amendment guy. I'm a gun owner. My guns have never shot anybody. But the story that was, that was being put out today, that was being, being publicly and widely broadcast by ABC News specifically that I was watching they had some expert on to talk about, well, because of the race upheaval, because of people who are mad about immigration, because of abortion, things like this are going to happen. Literally trying to say that race, immigration, or abortion had something to do with today. And then you've got a real reporter. Her name is Allie Brady, or Bradley, I should say. Allie Bradley is a verified independent journalist over on Twitter. And she put the real story out. And the real story was, it was alleged that this guy killed his grandmother that police recognized his truck and were pursuing him. The pursuit stopped, and he jumped out of his truck at an elementary school, the elementary school where, unfortunately, he was able to kill a bunch of people. 
So anybody who's saying anything else other than what's being put out by this journalist who has great contacts, been there for a long time, and who says this is the story, is just making it up. So let's break it down. Where is the failure in our society? That means that 14 little babies, little souls, will be going to heaven instead of home tonight. Where is the breakdown? Is it the the libs? Is it the the conserves? Is it the GOP? Is it the donkeys? Who is it? Or is it the bad guy? The bad guy who only had opportunity to go in there and do that because there was nobody there to stop him. Now, of course, we never want to assume that somebody can have the opportunity or whatever want, have the desire to stop in front of a school and go kill a bunch of innocent little kids. I'm not an evil person. I can't fathom the thought process that says, yeah, that's the answer. Maybe I'll do that today. But here's what I know about the elementary school where my seven-year-old goes. I am a well-known public figure. In my town, everybody knows who I am. I'm not saying that to self-aggrandize. It's just a fact. I can't get my ass into her school until I stop in between two locked doors and through a glass panel show my driver's license. Then they print out a tag for me to put on, and then I'm allowed to go in. They buzz me in. Any school in 2022 America that isn't doing the same thing should reassess their safety protocols. Now, when I went to high school, I graduated in 1984. I knew the police officer on on campus. Dude walked the, walked the, actually rode in a golf cart, and he had a gun on his side. Who's going to try to shoot the school up with that guy there? We have to make better decisions. I know that assuming that evil lives amongst us is a really bad thing to have to think about, but it's true. There is nothing that I've seen evidentiary uh, why so far that says this guy had a plan to go kill a bunch of kids today. But because the allegation was he killed his grandmother and because he's running from police and because he saw an opportunity, he goes in there and does the deed. Thank God, because of the mechanisms put in place where my kids go to school, they can't break in and just start shooting the place up. We have to be smarter now. We are a very, very trusting society. We trust every single day. And don't even tell me you've got trust issues. If you went today and drove anywhere, you trusted the guy next to you would not sideswipe you. You trusted the guy coming the other way wasn't going to get in front of you and get a head-on collision. You trusted that. You trusted when you went to the fast food joint that the food was going to be fresh and edible. We trust every single day. And I trust that my teachers and I trust that our school district will do their, their level best to keep our kids safe. But if you aren't taking the steps to make that happen. Like in Parkland, why was there a door this guy could go through that was somehow ajar or unlocked and he knew it? Why didn't somebody stop him as he's walking through campus with a rifle bag in his hand? We have to make decisions where we understand that the way our society is set up today, we cannot assume safety. We cannot cannot assume security. We cannot assume everybody is good. Would I rather have a, a, a day and age in America where I can leave my car running with the keys in it and the door unlocked when I go into the store and come out? Of course. But I don't do it because I know that I can't trust that. But I like to leave my front door open at night, get that cool breeze coming in. You damn skippy. Do I do it? No. Lock it up every night. Why? Because I can't assume that anymore. 
A lot of the problem is that we've had a breakdown in society where we somehow made it bad to have insane asylums. We somehow made it bad to, to, to have psychiatric care for people and not let them out. I don't know what this guy's situation is, but I can name all sorts of situations where people were, were killed in mass numbers, where the person should never have seen the light of day, should have been behind the, the barriers of an institution somewhere. Yeah, we're letting them out. Why? To feel better that they're let out? Many of them go to L.A., go to San Francisco, go to New York. Many of them are homeless in the streets, and they need care. And every once in a while, somebody snaps and does something that only the devil himself would do. So don't tell me about the Second Amendment. Don't tell me about Democrats, good or bad, Republicans, good or bad. Don't try to make hay with your stupid website or your social media presence by telling me what you think you know just to get somebody elected. No, instead, tell me what steps you're going to take to make sure we never, ever have to start a show like this again and we never, ever, as a, an American society, have to think that 14 babies are dead today because evil incarnate was allowed to get to them. Because, again, we know evil is going to exist. We know evil has always and always will exist. How do we protect innocence from it? That's the question. So you want to call in and blame the NRA and who's got blood on their hands? You want to call in and say that Stacey Abrams or Andrew Cuomo is, the, is a bad person? That's dumb. What would you literally do today to react in a positive fashion to something so horribly negative to make sure it can't happen again? I don't want to hear you whining and crying that it only happens here. It's only an American problem. Right. What did America do to get here? Because the Second Amendment's been around, last I checked, since 1787. What changed? What changed was we're not protecting society and the innocence in society from evil that's among us. And we're every day. I saw some stupid story when I was at the gym today before we knew about the shooting about how great it is that they're going to change their protocols when dealing with criminals and arresting people to make it less uh, uh, combative or something. No, criminals should be afraid of the police. They should be afraid of good guys in society. They should be afraid to confront a school. They should be afraid. There should be a big fat freaking sign out front saying we will do everything we have to do to kill you if you try to harm a student here. But instead, it's a gun-free zone. Come on in. It doesn't make any sense. I want to make sense out of this now. I want society to do better. I want America to be the, the shining light on the hill. Again, it isn't right now because we have failed our students. We have failed our, our grocery shoppers. We have failed people going to the mall. We have failed people all over the place, and we keep on making excuses that somehow the police did it. Somehow we should make you know fewer laws. Somehow we shouldn't punish people for stealing $950 from the CVS in, L- in L.A. or San Francisco. It doesn't make any sense. Let's get back to a civil society. Let's get back to a society that looks out for each other. Let's get back to a society where we know the bad guys and bad girls, identify them, and take them out of society. How about that? But what do I know? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. I certainly want to hear from you. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
Glad to have you here. I appreciate you stopping by. Hopefully what I had to say hit home with you. I'd like to hear from you. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. I do have some texts and calls into Tony Gonzalez, the U.S. representative from that district. Um, if, I'm sure that he's very, very busy with families, with the area, with the community, talking to federal and local authorities. If he gets a time, Tony always comes through. If he gets time, he'll call in. If he doesn't, that means they just physically could not do it. But uh, we'll, we'll wait to, to see if we hear from him. If we do, we'll pop him right on the air and get the very latest from him. Let me tell you in the meantime about Newsmax TV. Americans do not trust big media. I saw some big media today saying some ridiculous things. They were making assumptions about this about this mass killing in Uvalde. They couldn't make, but they were doing it anyway. So find a, a network, find a place you can trust. Newsmax is a good one. I watch Newsmax TV. I even use the free TV, the free Newsmax app on my smartphone. Nielsen says almost 7 million cable viewers watch Newsmax, but not Fox News. And millions really are making the switch to Newsmax. Start your mornings with Wake Up with America with Rob Finnerty. Finish the night with Rob Schmidt. He tells you the real news with no spin. On weekends, like watch Mike Huckabee, Diamond and Silk, Rob Carson, Sebastian Gorka, and many more. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems. If your system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them and demand it. Or change to a cable company that does carry Newsmax. More than 20 million Americans have made the switch to a news source they can trust. Newsmax, if you like this program, I'm on Newsmax all the time as well. I downloaded the app a long time ago. It certainly has come in handy for me. Make the switch today. You will not go back. Again, check out Newsmax on your TV, on the app, wherever you happen to be. Go check it out right now. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Let me go to the phone lines and uh, say hello and welcome to Zabin in Florida. Zabin, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Uh, listen, I'm going to vehemently disagree with you that the Democrats or some of the Democrats are not happy about the shooting. Listen, it's a multi-pronged attack on this country and this is one of the uh prongs that uh they want to emphasize they want to take the guns away the second amendment is a big problem and the constitution is a big problem i escaped from communism in 1967 and i'm going to tell you every tactic that they are using is part of this uh this plan to take down this country um this inflation this joe biden uh, nonsense about, uh, you know, uh, oh, uh, we have to go to energy, the, the yeah. green energy. Hey, Zabin, I appreciate you. You're going off the beaten path here. I hear what you're saying, and let me say it again. Um, I, when I generalize Republicans and Democrats, and when I generalize Americans, we, for the most part, are good people. We, for the most part, are not going to somehow celebrate 14 dead children. When I say the Democrats aren't happy about this, I said I have never met a Democrat nor a Republican that would be happy about a day like today. In general, Democrats and Republicans agree today that we should not have 14 dead children and a dead teacher. That should not have happened. So how do we fix it? Are people politicizing it? I said immediately that large profiles over on social media are politicizing it. It makes me sick, makes me want to throw up. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not going to go off the beaten path here. I want to talk about keeping our kids safe in school. Everything you said about what the liberals are doing and the Biden agenda, I don't disagree with you, but now is not the time. I want to have real solutions. Why isn't every school in Texas like the schools where my kids go? And they don't go to private school. They go to public school. It should be very, very hard for a bad guy to get anywhere near children. And somehow, today he got there. Let's fix it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show.
Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for taking the time for your Tuesday. We're breaking down what happened in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, Carrie, do me a favor. Jump in anytime there's an update, okay? I will. Appreciate that. Um, if you're just getting off of work, just jumping in the car, just finding out about it, um, uh, again, the reports are from, from Allie Bradley, who's an independent, independent journalist. She's verified on Twitter, and we follow each other. She said the reports, uh, that, that the story actually is, and you're not getting this from a lot of other outlets, that this guy, this, uh, this bad guy who allegedly killed a bunch of people at school, um, killed his grandmother, was alleged to have killed his grandmother. There was a be on the lookout, a bolo is the term in police language, be on the lookout for his truck. Police identified his truck. They started following him. They pursued him. There was a pursuit that, according to to Allie's reporting, stopped at this elementary school. The guy got out, and Governor Abbott has reported that he had both a pistol and possibly a rifle and started shooting people at the elementary school. So this was not, according to the reports we have right now, and this could change, this was not somebody who said, let me go shoot up the school. That doesn't matter to the parents who don't have kids tonight. That doesn't matter to the family that that doesn't have their teacher tonight. Um, It's sick that it can happen. So the question is very simple, and the answer is probably very complex. And you'll notice I haven't gotten political. I may eventually, but I haven't yet. But I will say this. I don't care if Trump is in office or Biden's in office. If you send $40 billion to Ukraine and a bad guy has an opportunity to go into an Uvalde, uh, Uvalde Elementary School in Texas and kill 15 people, maybe we should reassess where taxpayer dollars are going. Am I making it about Ukraine? I'm not. I'm making it about money that we spend that I don't think anybody really thinks through. We need at least one police officer with a gun at every school in this country. That's a public school that is a government, a government-run, taxpayer-funded school. And if there isn't one, why not? Maybe you get one on every floor. Maybe you make it so that the bad guy can't easily go into the school, start shooting. Maybe you have some sort of a you've got to be buzzed in, and everything there is bulletproof glass. Oh, that's expensive. I don't care. Not more expensive than 14 kids. We have to do something. But we're living in a society where we're literally telling the bad guys, we're not going to punish you. Go ahead and do it. And nobody has said we're not going to punish you for murder. But it's not that, far, that far-fetched that far to think somebody eventually will, will say, oh, well, it's, yeah, murder, some murder is okay. Of course it's not. But when you're looking at crimes that aren't being punished, letting people out on no bail, you got people in California, according to the California Code, they've changed what, what larceny is, what theft is. You can steal up to $950, and they're stealing way more than that. We've seen the videos. They're filling up garbage bags full of stuff at the, at the grocery store or at the, at the CVS or at the Walmart, and nobody's doing anything. When you tell the criminal element, we're not going to put any barriers in your way, they're going to take advantage. We've literally given them the path of least resistance. Why? Why aren't we giving them all the resistance we can? And we hear about first responders all the time. I'm a huge supporter of civil servants. Police, fire. I mean, I'm a huge supporter. My dad was a firefighter in the Air Force. My grandfather built a firehouse in Copeg, New York, and all my uncles and aunts worked there. My father worked there. So this isn't anything against them, but first responders can respond. First reactors can react. You know, they're responding to a call somebody has to make. But if you've got a good guy with a gun 
good guy with the ability to stop a bad guy. You've got good protection and security walls and, and bulletproof glass and whatever else, and the doors are only open from the inside. You might have a better chance of not having something like this happen. That's what I want to see your taxpayer dollars go into because I want to protect Democrat kids and Republican kids and, and Christian kids and Muslim kids and Jewish kids and atheist kids. I want to protect everybody. And I can't do that if you're making politics about something where people will never have their child again. And that's what a lot of people are doing. Now, that first caller is fine. I'm not mad at the guy, but he immediately went to Biden wants to this and the world that and, the, and they're trying to this. It's the great reset. No, let's fix the elementary school problem we have in Uvalde, Texas. Why don't we do that? Because if we're not going to lock up every nut job, it turns out somebody posted on Twitter, I can't verify it's the guy. There's a picture of allegedly this guy from today, and he's showing off four days ago on social media the guns and what he wants to do with them. Facebook can advertise something to me that I just said once in my living room, but we can't stop a guy posting guns and what he wants to do with them. On social media, the Parkland, Florida guy said his goal in life was to be a school shooter. Well, guess what he ended up doing? And was known to law enforcement. It was known to the FBI, yet we're doing nothing. Like I said earlier, you have to reopen the asylums. You have to reopen the facilities. You don't want to call them insane asylums? Fine. Call them mental health rehabilitation centers. But they never get out because some people have a screw loose that's never going to be fixed. And they're not safe in society. Not safe for themselves, and certainly not safe for us, and not safe for 14 babies who are gone now in elementary school. So are we going to make a change now, or are we going to hear, you know, freaking Beto O'Rourke say something stupid about guns today? We're going to hear something stupid from the left about guns and something stupid from the right about uh, uh, come and take it. You know what I mean? Why don't we actually fix the problem? Why don't we do that? Wouldn't that be good? Because every member of Congress goes to work every day knowing that he or she's going to be safe. January 6th, you had people inside the House chamber taking selfies. And not one member of Congress was harmed. And there were thousands of people there that day. Not one member of Congress harmed. How did that happen? Oh, they had the Capitol Police, good guys with guns, reacting immediately and making sure that the people they were, they were paid to protect were protected. Let's pay some people to protect our kids. How about we do that? Because there are about 400 million guns in America, most of them in the hands of good guys. You're not going to be able to take all of them away. We go to the phone lines. Appreciate you taking the time. I want to hear solutions today. I'm telling you right now, if you get if you get political immediately, I'm going to hang up on you. I don't have time for it. Let me go to uh, line two. John is in Kansas City. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I uh, I serve as a pastor, and um, and I totally agree with everything you're saying as far as protection there. Um, the only thing I can say that might shed some light on to why we don't, which I think is absurd, um, is how people view humanity. On one end, you got people that understand that mankind has the propensity for extreme evil, like we saw today, yes. and the role of government should be to restrain evil, to bring the sword and protect its people. Yes. Um, but we have some in our culture and society that uh, they view humanity as good, and the only reason why evil happens is because of some fault of society. So, therefore, we don't have these things in place because normally people wouldn't do these kind of things unless something in the culture makes them do it, and then they address it after the fact. Well, I, I think you're right. No, no, I think, I think you nailed it. I think you're absolutely right. There are people like you and me who understand evil walks among the innocent. 
evil walks among the good. I think that you would agree right. that we're mostly good. By by far, we're good people. Human beings are good. But we have to be smart enough to realize that Satan, the devil, Lucifer, whatever you want to call Be- Be- Beelzebub, they walk among us and they will want yeah. people to do bad deeds. A- and the other side... They, they probably agree that most people are good, like you and I agree, and then they think there's a trigger or a reason or a source or something that pushed these people to do it when they're they're ignoring the fact that, look, if we realize evil exists, let's protect against evil. We'll worry about the reasons why later. That's what they're not hearing. Right. And I think even like um, those excuses from the 9-11 attackers that, well, they did it because of poverty or lack of education. Well, no, like there were other things involved there, but... We understand, yeah, there evil's gonna happen in this world and in my opinion too, is that the further we try to become a godless country, we're gonna get more of the same that we saw today and until people finally get sick and tired of it and you know, rise up. I don't know what that level is what it looks like, but we definitely have to do more than we're doing uh, today. Well, and, you, you and I agree, you know, but before I let you go, give, give me an idea of what step you would take. You and I agree, hit your knees, pray to God. I'm with you. I understand that. That's probably not yeah. going to solve the problem tomorrow. What steps through that prayer should we take as a society to, to start making sure that our kids are safe in school or that the grocery shoppers are safe in Buffalo? Yeah, well, I, uh, I will say too i'm definitely one of those that uh, i'm not just a, a pacifist more i think we do need to do something i think you know yeah we need to have police in our schools we need to have the metal detectors the doors locked things like that we any place that would have uh you know especially susceptible things like that or whether it's mass people that those are steps we have to take we have to realize we're not in the world we were in and that's the steps we need to look at and right. i think when we catch people and they'll, you know, yeah, there's things about mental illness and stuff, but also realize, you know, sometimes the best thing for a person is that they actually be locked up in prison. Yes. Um, that, you know, un- understanding that if there are people who are unwell or things like that, that, you know, having that freedom being loose becomes a very dangerous thing for others. And um, in, I know people have been in prison, have come out where, you know, hey, I found God in prison and realizing it was the best place for them because yeah. they got off the drugs, they got off the alcohol, they got off the, out of the associations they were a part of. And it kind of took hitting that part to realize, that, you know, prison not necessarily a bad thing for everybody and that, you know, they kind of learned their lesson there, which um, really hasn't been happening. And I yeah. think we kind of need to get back to that, that, you know, we need to have strict laws in place and we need to enforce them. And when we enforce them, it helps others to realize, you know what, I may not want to do this because they're going to come down hard on me yes. and my family. And, it, you know, it might scare them away from wanting to do things like that or at least well, make well, them think well, Listen, uh, John, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you taking the time. I think you're a very, very wise man. Um, deterrence work. Without a doubt, deterrence work. Punishments work. They do. And the fact the fact is, a lot of what he said is true. It's not going to happen in today's society because there has been a successful drive to vilify police, a successful drive to vilify prison and corrections. There has been a, a drive in this country for 30 or 40 years to vilify asylums um, and, and to get everybody on some sort of hallucinogenic drug that's that's going to or mood-altering drug that's going to change who they are. A lot of these cases, it turns out these people run all sorts of weird stuff that was prescribed. Not only the situation today specifically, but others research it. You'll find, but these people shouldn't be in society. And he's right. Blaming some element of society, some 
atmospherical issue or political issue. I mean, all the blame that people try to put on like Tucker Carlson after uh, Buffalo is stupid. And I don't know if it helps them sleep at night or they think it's going to get people that they want voted in, voted in. But we didn't solve anything by, by doing that. Some guy on TV caused this, which didn't happen. No, what caused it was we let an evildoer in society, somebody who, again, it turns out was known by law enforcement and nothing was done about it. Going and pro- procure a violent weapon that he made violent, the weapon itself isn't because it just sits there, it's inanimate. And then he killed a bunch of people because of what he thought was a good reason. Well, he could think that's a good reason while behind bars. He can think that's a good reason while in a, a cushioned room. He should not have had access to innocent people. That's my point. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for taking the time. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Uh, what I had to say off the top of the hour was uh, it seemed to uh, affect a lot of people in a certain way. What I'll do is I'll grab that after the show and I'll post it up tonight on Rumble and I'll put it out on all the social media. If you want to share that, um, it, it's not something I planned. I don't write anything down. I just say things from the heart and from my head. And hopefully it, it hits you the right way. We've got to do something to protect the innocent people in our society, whether they be five or six years old or 75 years old um, that was killed in Buffalo, a grandmother who like worked at the soup kitchen, killed just because she happened to be there and happened to be the wrong race in the eyes of the, of the mad murderer. So we've got to do something, and what we're doing now is not getting it done. And certainly attacking law enforcement isn't getting it done, certainly not punishing people to the extent of the law when they do something wrong isn't getting it done, and shutting down mental institutions isn't getting it done either. It is not working out. That plan is not working. We've got to, we've got to pivot and do something else. Let me tell you about a great sponsor, Total Financial Freedom. Clock is ticking. Congress is always trying to work to to raise the debt ceiling. You know, that's something we don't have in our personal lives. We can't raise the debt ceiling. If you're buried in bills and trying to keep up with credit cards, signature loans, internet loans, timeshares, get off the treadmill, get some Total Financial Freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for 15 years, helping people like you resolve their debts, cut their payments in half. Look, you don't have to take my word for it. I want you to call them and ask them whatever questions you've, you've got. 1-800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book. It's called Debt Dietitian. To get it, you've got to mention my name, Joe Pags. Get that free book when you call and learn how easy you can cut those payments. You're going to appreciate their team, too. They're like-minded individuals. They've got an A-plus rating with, with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints. So call right now. Total Financial. The number is 1-800-833-9444. one 800 833-9444. Make that happen right now. We go to the phone lines. I'm hoping to hear some solutions on the phone lines and your thoughts about what happened today in Uvalde, Texas. Dylan, what's going on in Missouri? Hi. Yeah, I say, bud, I say, Joe, I, I say we need to start moving our uh, moving our police stations into the schools. I mean, we're paying for both buildings anyway. We're paying for the teachers, the police. I say we combine the operation. It's and, an, uh, it's an ingenious idea. Why not? Deterrent. No, we, we literally have separate governmental uh, and taxpayer-paid buildings for police and for schools. Uh, join them together. Now, I know at the high school near where I am, they do have a, an office where a sheriff 
um, is actually in that office, and they've got a, an on, on-campus police officer, and maybe even several. But you're right. Why have separate yeah. entities and separate buildings combine them? That's a good idea. Yep, keep them all safe under one roof. Um, you know, and, and it's the extra deterrent. I know that the, the demonization of the police over the time <laughs> yeah. started at the elementary school. Maybe it'd help them out seeing, uh, seeing friendly faces around. Dylan, uh, good idea. No, and again, and then you raise people to understand that. Uh, thank you, Dylan. Uh, then you raise kids to understand that, that cops are good. A police presence to, to protect you is good. You know, as people in Congress and as people in politics talk about defunding the police, they're all protected by police. It's such a it's such a complete hypocrisy. Um, I think it's a good idea. We go back out. It's going to be Gustavo in Michigan. Gustavo, what's going on? Hi. Hey, thank you, Joe. Thank you for taking my calls. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, it's a serious tragedy that happened to the kids. You know, I I have two elementary two kids two ele- in elementary school, and I cannot think about that. Uh, basically, you know the. the the bad people has an advantage because they don't follow the the law, so they got that advantage. There are too many mental, mental sick people, you know, mentally with mental issues. Yes. The solution, may, what do you think? You know, I mean, I, I was thinking. Well, I'm, I'm extremely conservative too. You know, just to let you know, I don't own a gun. But what do you think if we implement, I mean, it's, maybe it's my question to you, what do you think if we implement, like they do in Canada, the only law enforcement and uh, military personnel have guns? And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I personally don't feel that I need a gun to defend myself. I yeah. understand the Second Amendment. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, I'm very conservative and I, I'm in my values, but I, I don't, you know, I mean, there are too many sick people, too, too many... People that they have, my right. solution could be that one. Law enforcement, military, yeah. uh, that own guns, and we reduce in that way the, this. this Gustavo, this, I hear where you're coming from. I'm going to run out of time, so I want to answer your question. I think I'm 100% against saying the population, the citizenry can't have guns. The intention for the right to keep and bear arms in the Second Amendment and why they can't be infringed was to stop tyranny from ever, uh, from ever coming to this country. If only the military, if only police, if only the government have guns, the government can do anything they want and take away any right that, that you might have. The first thing dictators do to any society is take away their ability to defend themselves. I appreciate the call. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show.